Happy Halloween. What's up, y'all? It's Frankly Speaking. We back in the lab here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Shout out to Huga. And it is Halloween proper. And for this special holiday occasion, I have someone very special actually in the lab with me. Francis Frosty Freeze. That is me. The Sis France is in the house. Welcome, welcome. Yes, and that is Francis with an E, not with an I, even though Francis, you do take out that E and add the I. So Yeah. S I S. What up? Sis. That's me. Hey, hey, welcome to the lab. This your first time in the lab. It is. Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. Uh, Throwback to my broadcasting days. Yeah, you have experience. (laughs) One to four in the morning on a Wednesday. Nice, nice. Uh, Today you came in from work, though. Your your new adult job looked a little stressed. I don't know if it was the traffic or if it was work. You know, that traffic, though. Yeah, that traffic will get you. But luckily, the ride was only like six minutes, so that wasn't too bad. Okay. Probably would be three on a normal day. But um, yeah, we're just building up for a Canelo fight coming up this weekend. And then next weekend, we have Logan Paul, everybody's favorite, who is fighting on DAZN. So what? if you guys don't have it, subscribe. Uh, that's a free plug. Luckily, I love Francis, because... I would like to be paid for that in the future. <laughs> we have a relationship already. Bill Simmons Ain't got it. Happen, Captain. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, anyway, back to Halloweeny. Happy Halloween. Boogity, boogity. I'll scare your dad. <laughs> monster Mash. Dun, 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 dun. The Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. Yeah, so I wanted to have you in here for Halloween because I know you love Halloween. I feed from it. It's my life, y'all. So so why? What do you know when you first was like Halloween is it or why you love Halloween? So obviously it just comes from dressing up, starting as a kid and you have it every year at your school it's like time to dress up. And I dressed up my first one that I remember that was like really big was Oh man, now I can't even remember. Diana Ross. But then uh-huh. you dress up like Diana Ross, and people are like, oh, my God, you're Tina Turner. <laughs> and then you have the one lady that's in the bathroom. That's Diana Ross. And I'm like, you know. And I'm only in fourth grade, but that was like a big deal. But then from there, it's just give me a reason to dress up, and I will do it. Spirit Week in high school, I got you. I am going ham. I'm going all in. And then even classes like um, where you're reading a book, and it's the Indian in the cupboard, which – Mm-hmm. It's probably got to have a different name now, but, you know, that's oh, neither yeah. here nor there. But it's like, oh, I'm dressing up like an Indian, which is terrible. Native American, everybody. Um, and it was just, you do it, and then as you get older, and it's like, okay, well, we're we're drinking, and we're dressing up like it's the 80s. I'm like, all right, I'm in. I'm going ham, and I, I'm going to dress better than anybody else out there. I don't know. I just want to go to the nines. That's my jam. I feel you. That's what's up. You've always been super creative. You can actually draw and paint, which I cannot do. Um, I like to fake it till I make it. <laughs> um, what's your favorite costume, though? Taking it back. Favorite costume that I did, I would say, okay, so there's two. Obviously, the siblings, mm-hmm. when the triad dressed as Harry Potter, Hermione, and Ron, that was fantastic. And I was like, was oh, fantastic. I'm not going in. Like, I'm going to just take this easy. We're going to make it simple. I'm sitting there sewing. <laughs> I gave, we had like, we had to die. We had the, the, we had capes, to die the, uh, the wig. The wig yeah. yeah. Our brother who, the good brother knees that you may know. Yeah, yeah. The good brother knees is not <laughs> we a, made red him head. a redhead. Yeah. It was, it was fantastic. We like executed it. 
Yes, yes, we did. I had yes, to tap out early, though. I didn't make it through the whole Halloween shenanigans. Well, let's talk about that real I went quick. A little too ham. Charlotte has this huge bar crawl. Actually, like a bunch of huge bar crawls. Uh, Rich and Bennett. Yes. They do both the St. Patrick's Day one. Which I dress up for that as well. Uh, and they do the Halloween one. And let me tell you something. Them joints are rough. <laughs> they St. Patty's are Day rough. is the, the roughest. Uh, and people dress up so well. They start out looking great. Yeah. And then by the end, everybody looks like they were beat with like a sack of potatoes or something they by were. the end of it. The, the actual point of this is to stay alive because... And not go broke. That's the, <laughs> that's the two end goals. Stay alive, don't go broke. But you usually die by the end of the night, and mm. then you wake up, and you look at your wallet, and you die again. Because you're broke. Because <laughs> you spent all your money. St. Patrick's and Halloween. But, yeah, shout out to the uh, Rich and Bennett Halloween uh, crawl that we went to, dressed as Harry and Ron and Hermione. That was live. That, that was, was live. sick. And then I would say the one where we dressed up as Sasha Banks and Kevin Owens. I love that costume, but everybody was talking to to my ex and being like, "Yo, it's Kevin Owens. He's at my bar. Oh my gosh!" And then it's like, "What am I? Swap liver?" I even had on the boss glasses and I had on the legit boss rings and the hair and the outfit. And it's just like we don't know women. Uh, America, society. <laughs> Go, love it. Um. So this year, what's some of the costuming you've done this year? So the. My aspiration for what I want to do, uh, we started this last year, but I don't know if it will ever come to fruition. And it was for my best friend and I to be Boob Ross and my canvas. And so she would wear an outfit where her booty would be the canvas, which was brilliant in my mind. And then I would be Bob Ross, but I'd be a woman version, hence the Boob Ross aspect. But we didn't make it last year. And this year, flip of the script, what are we doing, sibling number one? Hey, we got to get on that that QT swag, because we're about to talk about that later. Uh, it's going to be uh, Mr. Vince Vega. That's me. And Jules my- Winfield over there for the sibling. Ha <laughs> My man in Amsterdam. My dude, Ninglewood. So you guys might not realize this, but I have a very uncanny kind of resemblance to John Travolta, so I really don't have to do much. Yeah, to man. become him. So that's why I get to be John Travolta this year. She about to set the meme off. The, the confused uh, Vincent Vega meme. Yeah, I want to hold my stomach like where he does that. <laughs> that thing. and Yeah. Word. I'm ready. I've been practicing. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, so you said that you have a gold costume in mind for next year that you're doing with your homie. Have you ever thought about, like, if you were super rich, money was of no object, what costume would be like your dream costume? My thing is that if I put my mind to it, I can achieve anything. But, <laughs> but there are things that I've, since I was a kid, I always wanted to dress up in like that Elizabethan, who's the, who's the one that got her head cut off for the cake? Eat the cake, let them eat the cake. Marie Antoinette? Yes, so that right there, that's something where I, I don't have the dimes for that. And you can't go cheap on a costume like that. You try and like pull together. Yeah, you have to look elegant you and have mean. To. So yeah, that's a good that would be that's something dope. where it's like if I had any amount of money, I want one of those two hundred, three hundred dollar costumes, be hot all night, <laughs> but look <laughs> legit. Okay, like a million bucks. That's like why you gotta be rich. Books. You gotta you gotta have a million bucks. Yeah, to just look for like my a costumes. And I wouldn't have to actually do it. You just buy it. Yeah. So I wouldn't be sitting there like sewing like I was in a um 
sweatshop or something. Oh. No offense. No offense to the children in the sweatshops yeah. in but China. But I felt like that. I'm like... Where your <laughs> Nikes and your iPhones are from. Um, and the NBA does business, but you're mad about that part. Anyway. Side note. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta throw that in. Well, I mean, anything else you want to talk about? halloween Tell the people. Kick it for them. Candy. Any of that, that uh, Halloween knowledge before we jump... All right, so everybody is following this whole new thing of changing Halloween to Saturday. So it's no longer going to be the 31st, regardless of what day of the week it is. As you get co- as you get older, you have kids. They want it to be on Saturdays because you don't want your kids out at, what time does it even get dark? I mean, like, what, six or so? You don't want your kids out there on a school night. So instead, it's better to have it on Saturday. So there's this big beef that's going on, and it's fun to watch because I don't have kids. But I'm like, how dare you change it? Halloween is the 31st of October. All of those people that were born on the 31st on Halloween, how are you going to just change that? You can't just be changing that. Yeah, man. See, that's it is the last mm. day of the month. It's the last day of the spookiest month of the year. <laughs> how would you? What? No. I, I, you know, I'm going to do the uh, old man get off my lawn bit real quick. But look, I, I am all about progress and, you know, doing evolving as we get older, as we get more information, as we think about things. But everything does not have to change. I get tired of this everything is changing. Nothing is as it was now. Halloween isn't actually on October 31st. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, man. This selfishness, because my kids can't be out at, Eight o'clock on a Tuesday, it's a holiday. That's the reason that it's a holiday is because you do things that you don't normally do on a Tuesday. You take your kids out on Tuesday at eight o'clock or seven o'clock or six o'clock. Then you have the party on Saturday. If you want to do both of them, fine. But I'm saying don't just change Halloween and, and make it a different day because of whatever. Anyway. Yeah, it's just soft. And anyway, soft. and and what about those people that want to have the parties on Saturday? So now, because your kids are coming to my house to, <laughs> to trick or treat, yeah. I can't be going out and getting crazy and raunchy or whatever I would choose to do. Yeah. Halloween, <laughs> Halloween, Saturday. Halloween is not just for children anymore. Halloween has been an adult holiday for a while. It changed. So speaking of changing and evolving, Halloween used to be for children when I was younger, but. Because of society and dating and hanging out and partying and other things, I probably don't, you know. Wanting to forget who you are for it, one night. Ouch. But yeah, so um, it's now for adults. It's still for kids. It's a fun holiday that takes place on October 31st, which it happens to be today. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back, y'all. What it is, what it is, y'all. We back. Francis, thank you. Still in the studio. Ahoy, ahoy. Um, another reason I wanted to bring her in and drop it for the uh, Frankly Speaking audience is because she went overseas with a nice little trip to Italy. And Paris. And Paris. Yeah. And um, haven't even actually had that much time to talk to her about it, so I'm going to be hearing some of this for the first time. But I just wanted to... Uh, See where she went, what she did, and talk about the whole idea of international travel because I'm planning a trip next year and I don't really know how to do it like that. So I wanted to see if she had some tips for me and for any of y'all out there that might be first time 
international travelers. So, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to rain really, really hard tonight. And from our ears, we can hear it raining yeah, really, really hard. I don't think you can because the microphones are like double sealed or whatnot. Yeah, but, uh, legit. Legit. So let's uh, let's take this as a segue into my international travel. It did rain a few times while we were abroad, and that's one of those things where when you start to pack for something like this, you really want to make sure that you cover all your bases. But number one travel trip for international travel, depending on where you go, travel light. That's that's the one biggest thing I can say. So my trip, I went with just to carry on, and then like this little shoulder book baggy one strap joint, which was fantastic. You are going, in our case, we went from Charlotte to New York, so that's the one leg, and then you go from New York to Paris. And while we were in Paris, you have to figure out, like, their public transportation. Then from Paris to Italy, and then we did tour day Italy. So we went to seven cities in Italy, and you got to pack light. That's my number one, number one thing to do. Don't be rolling a lot of stuff if you don't have to. If you can do a book bag, that's great, but watch your back because you will be doing a lot of walking. But real talk, Paris loved it. It the the culture. I mean, the people there, everybody's freaking dapper, man. Mm, They're interesting. People are tall, the kids, every child that we saw was beautiful. I've never seen such beautiful children. Beautiful children. Yeah, mm. which means their parents are beautiful. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, everybody was beautiful. Okay. Maybe that was just Paris. Maybe that was where we were staying. But I was like, okay, I dig okay. this. Okay. I dig this. Then we go to Italy. Italy. I was, I was like, the nah, boot. It's a little different. Ah, is, and this was your first time in Italy, right? First time in Italy. First time in. France as well. Okay, but where else have you been overseas? I have been to England. I did the London thing, and then we went, I think I was in Middle Essex or something like that. I don't know, for a, a touch. I a, don't know what that hair. is. I also went to Germany and did a few cities in Germany, and I've been to Copenhagen and a quick little taste of Sweden. So nice. It's great when you go places where people speak English. Though. That's kind of my thing, too, because I was looking at Spain. I have a good friend, she's out in Spain. And I've heard Spain is dope. I looked, and they have, like, the type of museums I like, yeah. and they have type of food I like, wine and culture. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm going to have to tighten up my Spanish because even looking at – I was looking at the Six Flags because they have a Six Flags there. Oh, nice. It was all in Spanish. And I knew some Spanish, but I was like, man, I'm going to have to tighten up if I go to Spain. I can't yeah. read and stuff. And at I'm least like, you have that Spanish backing, though. Yes. Trying to take that from – Spanish to Italian, the one word that you know that I know <laughs> is no conosco. No conosco. No conosco. No Which yeah, is what <laughs> it's crazy. We were told no conosco by one of our taxi drivers, but I don't even know if it counts as a taxi driver if they kick you out and you don't get a ride. Does that count as our taxi driver? That was somebody else's. Uh, that's same we forfeited Uber, that know. one. So, yeah. So, that um, leads me to a question about another tip. How do you get around? And do they have Uber or Lyft and stuff? In Paris, you have Uber. Okay. And that worked like a charm. Okay. Fantastic. In Italy, in Italy, um, what you get is there's black Uber in black certain Uber. cities. Okay. Which may or may not come. Ooh. Which may or may not exist, depending oh. on the time. It's like one driver 
available mm. in Italy. <laughs> so maybe he's in Milan today. Maybe he's in Florence uh. or she. It was never a she. What am I? I'm lying. It's always a he. But they, all the ones that were in Paris, everybody was dressed. I'm telling you, I loved everything about Paris. They all were like wearing suits and like white shirts that were crisp, ties sometimes, getting out of the car, taking your stuff, loading it into the back of the car, all professional, moving their seats. And now everybody always had stuff on the front seat, which was weird. And we're like, surprise, we gonna need every single seat in this car. There's three of us, but we need every single seat in all that trunk space you got, please, thank you. But they were always just like, they looked amazing. Mm. And <laughs> in Italy, you had to do taxis, and you had to do My Taxi Now app. Okay. So it's like Uber, but you would have to order it and give yourself like 30, 40 minutes before you need to get the taxi. And then also count in how long it takes you to get to the next place. Gotcha. Because they may cancel. Yeah. It may not show up. <laughs> it may not exist. Mm. So you could get stuck. So, I mean, the big thing in Italy is, is public transportation, for sure. You just have to take the trains or buses okay. if you can. Okay. And there's apps for all of that stuff. Okay. So you also have to have internet access. Mm. And the internet there is janky mm. in all the um, Airbnbs that we had. Mm. So that was fun. It sounds like fun. Yeah. But depending on your supplier, your cellular network supplier, you can spend guap on that. So mine was $60 for the month, but I get a gig okay. of international data, which you ca I can use a gig just looking at my phone. So mm. that, oh, this is creepy. <laughs> Lights going out on Halloween. I mean, it flashed a little bit, yeah. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> and then what? I think... Um, Monique's was $70, and she had it for the month or something like that. Okay. She had unlimited. What? That's nice. another plan. And then Lauren had, I think hers was like 60 for the month. Okay. So they were all close, but they all gave you something different. So it's like, okay. know your plan. Know your plan. Know your plan. Get your plan. Get your... your uh, Read the fine print. Don't yeah. go over the plan, because it hits you with another $50 for every gig uh. on my plan. So Okay. Okay. Yerpity skirp skirp. Other things that I would say, though, I mean, it's really, it's just a difference in the cultures between Italy and Paris area with just, like, drinking coffee. Okay. In Italy, you just went to the counter, you drank coffee, three sips, and then you were out. You didn't sit. Okay. But in Paris, they had all those cute cafes, like the ones you see on TV. And you just sit outside, and it's all facing the people, and you just stare at the people. You sip your coffee. I was like, I want to smoke a cigarette. Like... I don't smoke, <laughs> but they made it look so cool, and everybody, like, dudes, women alike, had their legs crossed, where it's like that feminine leg cross, yeah. but they look so dapper, yeah, and it's just smoking a dapper, cigarette. Yeah, smoking a cigarette, drinking a coffee. And eating a baguette. Eating a baguette, or a croissant. I would be eating croissant. mad croissants. I and love those things. Which leads me to another point. So you go to these places, and the food is dank. The nice. museums were baller. I loved every bit of just seeing like history and, and seeing beautiful art. I mean, it was it was pretty amazing. Uffizi Gallery, sick. Okay. And you're just walking around this gallery of, of busts. It's cool. And where is that one at? Florence, Florence, which I love Florence. Okay. Um, but the food, so you go to these different places. We went to a library one day, and this was on a locals tour. 
And she takes us up to the top so that we can look at a domo, the domo. domo. The domo. Which is like a church dome, and it's beautiful, and it was built in negative numbers of time. And you're just, it's the most beautiful view. And then she's like, here comes the food. And it's these ginormous plates of food, cheese, charcuterie, all this great stuff. And, I, and then you get drinks. So you, people have their... Aperol spritzes, which are disgusting, but everybody I'm drinks familiar in there. With Aperol spritzes. Everybody drinks in there. And then, you know, long story short, I ate my my rump off the entire time. I was in Italy and Paris, and I come back to America. I didn't gain a pound. Oh. Since I've been back, I've gained six pounds. Oh, wow. Eating just straight up starch. Mm. Mm. Cheese. Mm. All the cheese. So that, and that's drinking a, yeah. a bottle of wine a day. And I get back here, I look at a French fry. Boosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, America, do better. Why? Why is it ten thousand dollars to eat good, eat healthy, man? Why you let Monsanto spray our food with poisonous dust? Because we want giant apples. Yeah, we. And, and, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's fantastic, Francis. You know, um, sounds like a lot of fun. Thanks for the tips. Any last? really crucial tips you can think of? People are nasty, so make sure you bring sanitary stuff. So, like, any handy wipes, use the restroom when you can. Try to levitate as much as possible. <laughs> I mean, it's just people sneeze with their mouths open, so uh. bring sleep masks. I, I had a surgical mask when I went. Uh, oh, sounds like fun. I'm sure they were looking at the Americans like, hey, these people are mm-hmm. Trumpsters. Mm, oh, they knew that. Yeah. They know that, dude. <laughs> So, welcome back to Charlotte, and we're going to segue from Italy to CLT, Charlotte, North Carolina, real quick, and I'm going to just bring up some sports real quick, because I know you're a Charlotte, Carolina Panthers fan. Since you've lived in Charlotte, you've been a big fan. You were a fan back when Del Oom was throwing interceptions in the playoffs, you were a fan when Cam first got here and Steve Smith and everything. And Super Bowl ride, almost undefeated season. And now, this could be the end of Cam Newton. So I just wanted to get your take on uh, how do you feel about Cam Newton as a Panthers fan, first of all? And, bum, then, bum, bum. Yeah, and then what you think is going to happen to your, your boy. Your boy, your boy, your boy. So... Ask me this question last week, you would have gotten one answer. Mm. Ask me this week after we got our brains handed to us by your San Francisco 49ers, 49ers undefeated 7 and 0. Thank you. They didn't have to do us like that though. That uh, doesn't make any sense. It was They're on like, TV. Let's just smash you guys as much as possible so you won't even think twice just, about just it. Just like the fans. Y'all thought you were something. Everybody was trying to play the 49ers like you haven't played anybody yet. And so the 49ers were like, uh, okay. And even Panthers fans were like, well, y'all ain't played nobody yet. Y'all haven't played anybody as good as us yet. And we're like, well, uh, we'll see. Smash. <laughs> smash, smash. 49ers smash. Okay, so with that, though, like, I don't know. I have my loyalty to Cam Newton. He has been the quarterback that has done the most work for the team since I've been a fan. I And as you said, the DeLome thing, but I moved here in 2009, so I saw DeLome in the NFC Championship earlier that year, I believe, it, it where he threw all yeah, those interceptions. Yeah. And, I mean, it just was terrible against the Cardinals. So that was my introduction to the team. And I was like, oh, wow, a city with the team in it? I, I 
think I'll join it. And they have great color patterns, so that's why my, I'm a big fan. But um, ride or die forever and ever. But Cami Cam, man, like, I need you to be better. Not better as a better thrower, not better in your clothes choice, but fix yourself. Like, <laughs> get your arm back to where it needs to be. Fix your ankle. Like, just let yourself heal so that you can get back to where you need to be because, I, I mean, I get it. He has to keep playing. That's It's his money bag or whatever you call it. It's the culture his of football bread and butter. so, too. It, you got to be strong. You have to be. As the quarterback, you lead your team. And mm-hmm. so that's your job is to be tough. And okay, to be tough. Mm-hmm. Be, right. be the leader. Be strong. Play. Set the example. Yeah. His leadership stuff, though. I'm very curious about that. I would like to be on the field to see or a fly on the wall to see his leadership as far as that's concerned. I, I don't know. I don't know what that's like, but I don't know. <laughs> that's all I can say about that. But for Kyle Allen, he's been doing the dang thing. He's been holding up. We've had other people step in. Derek Anderson was oh, one of them. And trash. He, he wasn't able to, to hold us for anything, put him in when we were doing really well at the end of the game, he could kind of withstand what was going on. But Kyle, hey, he's proven something. So, And I, I do want to say that. It's, you know, in defense of Cam Newton, not that he needs to be defended. You, he has his pluses and minuses like other quarterbacks. He's been an MVP. He's been to a Super Bowl. So I think that he should be cut some slack. But more so than being cut slack for that, Carolina Panthers fans need to realize Cam Newton is the number one quarterback in their history, and number two is probably DeLome, and that's a big drop. And then they had some bums, man. I remember Derek Carr was in the the Carolina Panthers uniform. That dude, um, Jimmy Clausen, was bummed out. I mean, they had Steve Berline. Beeson was a linebacker. Okay. But there was another dude. I can't even remember. I can't even remember some of the dudes that had Carolina Panthers uniforms on playing quarterback, but they were just trash. And Cam Newton made them not only a certain level of good, a certain floor of quality, yeah. but an entertaining team. Yes, he made the culture. My gosh, man. I just smashed my watch on the table, getting so excited. But, like, my ex's little brother, Wisconsin, is a fan of the Panthers, and that's, like, unheard of. You're in Wisconsin. You bleed. Green and gold, or yellow, or whatever color white that is, and whatever all that, and white, or whatever. Nonsense. Yeah, yeah. hey, <laughs> you will offend everyone. Everyone's a Packers I'm a 49ers fan. fan, of course. I'm gonna offend Packers, fans. <laughs> but Hate with y'all. that, hey, <laughs> nah, mine, it's, it's respect, though, much respect. But if you are playing us, I, I don't like you. So, to see that, though, this is. A 10-year-old kid, he was nine at the time, that just decided to become a Panthers fan. No knowledge of it. Hadn't been outside of Wisconsin, not to, to Charlotte at that point. It's because Cam, man. Yo, the kids Number love one. Cam. Ah, Superman. Yeah. Pulling the shirt. Handing the football to the kids. Getting touchdowns. Jumping over people. Yep. Throwing passes 70 yards in the air. Yep. He's an exciting player. And, is, is, you know, for kids, that's what they love. I I, I grew up in Philly, and the Eagles was garbage because they would trade all their good players and draft a bunch of hurt players. And at the same time, I was watching football, and Steve Young and Jerry Rice and all these dudes were on the 49ers. They they get Deion Sanders all of a sudden. 
unbeatable. That's I love the 49ers because that was good quality, fun football. I don't like rooting for a bad team. And unfortunately. Or like mean people or something? Oh, uh, well, uh, I'm not going to dis. You talk about dissing. What? <laughs> I'm not going to go into mean football fans because you know where we from. Where are we from? Where is we from? Philly, Philly. Philly, Philly. Philly, where we is from. Yes. So now Cam Newton is hurt. Mm-hmm. You want him to get better. Mm-hmm. You want him to come back. Yes. But do you think if he is not healthy this year or I don't trust them or hoes. real talk I don't trust them hoes because they get rid of people <laughs> like out to pasture so fast. Fact. And they are I, I like my D'Angelo Williams, didn't have a problem with him. Jonathan Stewart, didn't have a problem with him. Steve Smith, I didn't have a problem with him. They just, that is people that you're like, yes, yes, what? And it yeah. just used to destroy And sometimes me. in their prime, like I their mean, or it, peak or whatever it might like be. At least like towards the end of their prime. Oh, They're not washed yet. It. They're not washed yet. They got rid of, they lost Julius Peppers. He balled out on two yeah. other teams, came back and yeah. still balled out. Yeah. You pay if you draft a Hall of Fame defensive end, you don't just let the dude leave. Like you don't do that. Let him go. And so that that's why I, I that's yeah. why I go back to I don't trust them hoes. I say that again. <laughs> I love my team, and I again I did that I will follow them unless they do something super crazy. But I don't I don't see that any crazier than what they do day in and day out. So I don't know. And shout out to Crazy Eighty Eight, Greg Olson. Just got to give that shout out real quick. All right, all right. Woo-hoo. Well, I'm going to just leave you with some of the people that uh, played quarterback real quick before Cam. You had Kerry Collins. He came into office one time was like, I'm a drunk. I got to quit. <laughs> uh, Frank Reich, no, no, who's, no. who's a coach now, he was a career backup. Steve Berline, um, career backup. He, he started some games. Chris Winkie, who was a bust. Some dude named Matt Little, nah. Some dude named Randy Fasani, nah. Rodney Pete, I forgot he was Rodney here. Pete. Uh, the was Jake Delone era. Uh, yeah, he yeah. played for the Eagles. That's he was it, a scrub yeah. for the Eagles, too. They yeah, were like him. eight and eight men, which was like. He was married to the, the chicken. Holly from... Robinson. Yeah. Pete. Yep. Then you got, uh, oh, out. Matt Moore played, Matt Moore, who's still in the league now. He's he's starting for Kansas City this week. Oh, sweet. And uh, he was he, he started for the Panthers in 2007, a couple games. David Carr, Wait. who was a weed plate. Oh, but he is hurt from the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, Mahomes is oh, hurt. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. He should be back. He dislocated his kneecap, though. So, oh, it's, yeah, bruh. it's like when it heals, it heals. Jake DeLume, Jimmy Clausen, Brian St. Pierre. That's just some of the guys that we had I, in Charlotte. St. Pierre, Cam he was Newton. here recently. Nah, he was. That was all before um, Cam Newton. I know, but like that was after DeLume? He, yeah, that was after DeLume. He might have he been on the team. And the Matt Moore? Uh, and yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know that Pierre feller. It's a lot of these dudes I've never heard of, and you know I know football. Well, anyway, <laughs> that's the uh, sports section of this podcast. Thanks for cooperating. I know you're not the biggest sports fan, but I know a little something. You know a little something, something, and you work for uh, who do you work for again? The Zone. Free plug. Yeah. But you guys won't know what it is because yeah. you don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> but that's how you pronounce it, Dizone. All right, all right. Well, we're going to take a quick, quick break, and then we're going to be back with some movie talk. That's my jam. Yes, indeed. Peace, peace. Catch you on the flip. Bye.
right, we back. Happy Halloween. Yes, indeed. Last boogie segment. Boogie. We're going to talk some movies, and we're going to keep it Halloween-y, because I have Francis, who is one of the big movie fans like myself. Yeah, it's in our blood. Uh, it's in our blood, and uh, we even are like co-founders of the movie club. We go to Carmella's. I'm going to give another free shout-out, Carmella's. One mind for it. We go over there, get the dollar slices of pizza, the dollar beers, and then dollar, go dollar beer, uh, watch our movie at... Um, Movie theater that I'm not gonna shout out. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're not and getting we don't a want shout you out. To find us yeah, no, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, since it is Halloween, um, gonna do a couple Halloween movies, Halloween takes. Ooh. Uh, starting with a little while back, we went to the drive-in to check out so it too, and Jason Three, Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Is that what that? That's what that was. Yeah. That started where they showed the beginning, the end of the last one. And yeah, for like 15 it. minutes. And then <laughs> I went to sleep and that movie was over. I went to sleep for like 10 minutes and that movie was over. It was up. like a 15 minute And I movie. went to sleep at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. But yeah, so. Did you like it too? What did you think I of it? I loved it. James McAvoy. I, I just, I have this thing with him. And I don't know. If he's in it, if he's in anything, I'm going to check it out. So that's that's my jam. But um. Yeah, it was great. And I think it was just the environment of us being in a drive-in theater. Drive-in It was crisp. Great. It was, like, cool outside. You got the blankets and stuff. You're eating that garbage food that they have there, which was fantastic. And I don't know. And I but brought, I, that one you can bring food, so I brought, like, prosciutto and stuff. Did you? I didn't see yeah. that. You brought prosciutto? Nah. No, no, I left it at home. Oh, I actually see? ended up leaving mm-hmm. it at home. I was like, nah, Yeah, nah, you're nah, right. That did not I, happen. I, I bought Fake it, news. but I didn't bring it. Fake news. <laughs> um, yeah, it too was live. You know, I love Jessica Chastain. You know, I love Jessica Chastain, and she's such a good she actress. She got them cheekbones. That cheekbones and that interesting face, and she, you know, Molly's game. I loved her in that. Mm-hmm. She was an interstellar. Big fan, big fan. But as far as it being a Halloween movie and having that feel of being like terrifying, terrifying and creepy. What were your thoughts on that? So I, it's very, very hard to scare me. I don't, um, real life type of scenarios scare me more than supernatural scenarios. So what I do is I put myself in the context of the characters on screen and how terrifying it would be if I was in that situation. Understood. And it too was that dude was terrifying, man. I wouldn't want no parts of that. And he's wrecking people. He's yeah. Regardless of age, gender, (laughs) whatever, he was putting in some serious work. But you you feel for the people. Like you really like those characters. If you watched it one, you know who they were. Yes. And then then the matching for all of the, the kid characters to their adult selves and their successful roles. Bill Hader, as always, brung it. Brought yes. it? Yes, he did. Brought it, it? Whatever brought he it, did. Brought it, it. <laughs> Fantastic. I love him. Yeah. I, I love that movie. So if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. Yeah, it's still Might as well. It. Yep. Um, What's next on the docket? Uh, since we're keeping it Halloween-y, let's throw up the uh, special um, screening of Shaun of the Dead that we saw at Craft Tasting Room for Halloween month. You could put Saw in quotation marks. Because <laughs> it was on, and we were watching at it. Watching at it. And yeah, I, I what did what did I say? Instead of Shaun of the Dead, I want to call it Yawn of the Dead. Uh, <laughs> it was so great back in the day, but I think my taste, my palate has just changed, or something, or 
or it maybe was it wasn't that good back janky. then. Janky. I don't know. <laughs> it, it was something different back then because, but I think Zombieland replaced it. So having a zombie movie that's supposed to have fun and then and be a little bit more playful, that's what we got for that. So yes, indeed. May need to. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so let's let's kick it to Zombieland too, because we saw that. Yes. What did you think of Zombieland two? I loved it, but I love love loved part one a lot more. So my thing, just like what happened with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, first season, second season, I feel like each season they just took what they used to do and then just put it on steroids. And that's what they did with this. And sometimes that's just like, you guys are mailing it in. But you guys, you convinced me at the end of it to be like, oh, no, that's great. This is what you want. Yeah. Put it on steroids. I liked it on steroids because it's the type of movie that has – the backbone to handle steroids with that cast, especially my man Woody Harrelson. Shout out to Woody Harrelson. I would love him. He's so great. Yes, indeed. Um, so those are the Halloween movies we've seen because we didn't see anything like Countdown or any of the devil movies or anything. <laughs> um, but um, there are a couple movies coming up, and this is our last you know, um, parting shot that I wanted to get your opinion on, how much you want to see, how excited you are about them. Number one, Parasite. Are you familiar with that one? Uh, yes, I am. I saw a trailer. I thought I got it. I showed the trailer to her mom. And she's like, I have no idea what this movie's about. I'm watching this trailer. <laughs> and I was like, now that you say that, I, I watched the same trailer. And I don't either. But intrigued. And I would like to see it. All right. All right. Number two, Lighthouse with the bull from Twilight. And Ed, Edward. Crazy ass Willem Dafoe. Robert Pattinson, a.k.a. New Batman. Okay. Willem yep. Dafoe. Who does like handstands and stuff? Um, he a wild cowboy. He is. All I think of for that movie is it reminds me of what's that jaunt that you used to like with Daniel Day Lewis, where it's just like he. Oh yeah, um, there will be blood. There will be blood. Yeah, and people are just yelling no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I would like to watch that, but you have to be with the right person or in the right place yes. to see it. So. All right. And then last but not least, because this will be the one coming up very, very soon, Halloween, Dr. Sleep. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh. It's the sequel to The Shining. Okay, yes. Have you ever seen The I Shining? I love you and McGregor. No. Okay. All right. Um, then in that case, one I want to see it because yeah. you and McGregor's in it. That's it. Ooh. Then I, and I forgot one more. Terminator, Dark Fate. Oh, totally. I'm there, dude. You're there, there? Yeah. You're going to, you buy the ticket and I won't pay you back, but I'm going. You won't pay me back. I won't. <laughs> I, fair. I, yeah. Nope. Word, word. Well, all right. Thank you so much for joining me today. It was my pleasure. Yo, Thanks. it was fantastic. Halloween's my favorite. Happy Halloween, y'all. Happy Halloween. Enjoy. Yes, indeed. Be safe, everybody. Be safe. Be safe. And that's what it is. Peace. Chowsers. <laughs>